Love Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello, and I'm here with my co-hostess today, Carrie Butler, and we are the Best Life Cafe. I want to welcome you to a happy, happy new year. We are so excited that 2018 is here. 2017 was quite the year. I don't want to say it out loud, but quite a shit show for a lot of people. So I know that a lot of you share in the uh, glory of starting anew. In today's show, we're talking about our best tips on how to keep commitments to yourself in the new year, sharing what we did for New Year's, and just a lot of fun stuff today. But before we get started, I wanted to tell you how to find us. On Facebook, we have a page called The Best Life Cafe, also on Twitter, The Best Life Cafe. You can find me at Kathy Anello on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter or Snapchat. You can find Carrie at the Emergency Cafe, Carrie Butler on Instagram, Emergency Cafe on Instagram, Carrie Butler on Facebook. And we would love, if you listen to this on a podcast, to go in, subscribe to the Best Life Cafe, and give us a rating and a review. It really helps us move up in the ranks. It helps us get advertising dollars so that we can keep going and support this podcast, and we would love to have your, your help by having you share an episode if it moves you. Any way to help share our message this year, we are going big or we're going home. So here we go. Carrie Butler, good morning. Good morning. Hey, babe, are you, like, hitting something? Because I'm hearing a hitting noise or something on the other side. Like that? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, were you that's animated me. when you were talking? Yes, that's, that's what you were me. doing. You were like so. <laughs> I'm excited today because uh, I feel better today. As you know, Carrie, yesterday I was pretty ill and I had to work all day. This whole self-employment thing it has its bonuses, but it also has its minuses when you're sick and you still have to work. Whereas if you have a job, you get to go, oh, I'm just going to call him sick today. Uh, so, yeah, I feel good, and I'm ready for a new year. And I'm ready to Me too. make some commitments to myself, you know? Um, yeah. Well, I... And I um, did get sleep last night, and you didn't. <laughs> right. I did not get a lot of sleep last night. I my, my One of my doggies was not feeling the best, and so she just decided that she needed to be up and outside, and I live in an apartment complex, and I can't exactly just like let her roam around. So anyway, um, but um, hi. So I, uh, you want to just jump right in and talk about commitments and all that stuff? Because I made a pretty lofty one to myself this, this January 1st. First of all, let's just talk about like resolutions and stuff. Like it's such an interesting thing, but what I think is so important, like, forget just, like, taking the word out of it. And who cares? Like, if you decide it's going to be on January 1st, great. If it's going to be on February 4th, great. Like, but right. I think the most, imp- right? But I think the most important thing is keeping your word to yourself. Like, that's yeah. really what it's all about, is making the commitment to yourself that you honor yourself enough to keep your word to yourself, right? I mean, that's what I think. You know, part of, part of the self-love, I think that, you know, as part of self-love for me is 
um, keeping those commitments to myself. And one of the things is, you know, that I, there's so many different things on the Internet. What do you believe? But, but one of the things I heard was, oh, resolutions are dumb because we make them in January and then they're done by February 1st and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm blah, like, blah, you know blah, what? Right. Like this. January 1st is a great day to start new because it's a new year. <clears throat> because you get to look back on the last year and say, hey, what do I want to be different? And I just think resolution or commitment or timing, like you said, it, it, it doesn't matter. But I like the new year starting because it gives me a personal fresh feeling of starting over. You know, like I get to kind of wipe slate clean because, you know, we all had a year. I mean, and, and I get to just wipe that out and then start making choices that are really important to my new year. I guess is how I want to say that. Yeah, completely agree. And, you know, spiritually, we all can start again every day. But I love the, yes, we did all pretty much have a year. And I love the analogy of just like, you know what, it's January 1st. Like, let's just wipe that slate clean. Like, let's just, let's just do it, you know. And who cares? Like, what, I don't know. You know me. I'm just like. It's just one of those things, like people, like let's just hold each other accountable for our word, you know. Anyway, with that said, <laughs> so I have a couple of quotes I want to read to our listeners, and um, one of them is, is this morning uh, our dear Nancy Levin posted, and I just loved it because it says uh, it's always about beginning and then beginning again. Oh, I love and that. I love. That. We love Nancy. That's kind of what I'm saying is that every single day we begin again. I mean, literally, you can wake up every morning, put yesterday behind you because there's absolutely nothing you can do about yesterday. You can't change it. You can't go back and relive it um, unless you're writing a movie about doing that, which I would is in my goal plan. <laughs> but like I love the idea of doing it, go back and change, but you can't. So beginning every day. And, learn, and, and consciously sort of making those beginning moments happen every day. It's like, okay, today's a new day. So I really loved that quote. And the second quote, and we're going to talk a little bit about Mel Robbins. Um, Mel Robbins is a rock star. And I want to just tell her story because Mel Robbins five years ago wrote and self-published a book called The Five-Second Rule. It did moderately well. She was a newscaster, but she tells you that she was going through a lot of personal stuff when her book was coming out, and she didn't really have the promotional you know, publishing house behind her like a lot of us self-published authors do. But just slowly but surely, it started building. And then she did a TED Talk, and everything changed when she did the TED Talk. And now her book is the number one downloaded audio book of 2017 on Amazon five years after she wrote it and published it, which I think she just kind of came out this year and reinvented herself, and here it is. So she wrote a quote that says, you're never going to be 100% ready, and it's never going to be just the right time. That's the point. It means that every moment is also the right moment if you want it. You just have to do it. Oh, um, okay, can we just, we can't make this stuff up, right? And right. I just was looking for our Wayne Dyer quote for the end of the show, but it just seems so appropriate 
to say it now right after Mel's beautiful quote. And I love her story so much. I love her. And if you're not following her, you guys need to because um, she has like amazing downloads and she's just, she's just a rock star. But so this is Wayne's quote today. Right? Okay. We are all on the same path. We're just in different places along the way. So it's true. all like, right? Like, <coughs> so I love true. my Wayne. I love your Wayne. <laughs> I love my Wayne. <laughs> um, okay, so I you know um, I want to add love- one more thing that Mel says in 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 her uh, this is all from her Instagram feed, and this is just about the New Year. And it says on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, there's a tendency to think about life in terms of years. But the truth is, life isn't passing us by in years. It's passing us by in moments, very powerful moments. Goosebumps head to toe. And, you know, you all know me. I wrote a book about living every day as if it's your last. And I think that it does sometimes boil down to those moments in the day where you're able to just embrace what's happening good for you. And I have been sort of going through my favorite favorite people on uh, Facebook and Instagram to kind of find some stuff to talk about. And I was listening to Rebecca Barecki, who I've talked about a couple of times. She has a book called You Have Four Seconds, uh, Four Minutes to Change Your Life. Great meditation book. And she had, I'm in one of her groups, and she brought, well, I won't give away the farm for her, but what she did bring was to ask yourself three questions. And one question was, what did I do right last year? What worked for me, and where was I my happiest? And I'm a question girl, so I love answering that because her theory is taking those good moments throughout and never concentrating on the bad moments of your last year, but taking those three things forward. And I just love that. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, it's all, you know, and in listen, in the spiritual realm, right, all of us who – listen to Abraham and walk that path and all that. It's, you know, it's not really, it's, it's symbolic. New Year's day is like more symbolic than anything else. Like it's just, doesn't really mean anything. Right. I mean, in the big picture, it's just another day. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, anyway. Um, but <laughs> you know, on that very symbolic New Year's day, January 1st. Um, So I made a commitment to, so this year um, is my year. Well, I've my year of health and my year of easy. I know we both share the easy and the health too, right? Um, And so I just jumped on, um, I'm doing a 30 day detox cleanse, um, weight loss program, I guess, if you want to call it that. And I'm in day three and uh, it's not bad. It's interesting because I have to say, based on my, you're not supposed to have coffee on this plan. And um, I woke up this morning and I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? I'm so tired. I'm going to make some coffee. And I swear to you, I made it and I literally took two sips. I'm like, yeah, no, I, I don't want it. Like, I'm literally, I don't want it. So I'm going to have a little green tea in a minute. But um, I just, you know, it feels good to be <coughs> back in that place of honoring my truth. And 
I I used to be like so like a fanatic about what I put in my mouth and going to the gym. I mean, it was crazy. And I had a really strong body and was really enjoyed the way that I looked in the mirror and, you know, going through a divorce and all that stuff, whatever. I just decided that that wasn't as important back then, but I did have a point of reference as to how I felt. And that is what I'm striving for, right? Abraham always says it's about how you feel. And so every day I um, go back to that feeling of how I felt so that I know what I'm reaching for. You know, it's like I know what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. So that's uh, – And, you know, and you I do did. go to me because I, you know, obviously I I had a milestone birthday this year. And it's not that things change on a magic day, but I, I literally, because of, you know, and, and my boyfriend was sick and, and we had a lot going on where I had to look at health as the number one thing in my life. Like, all hands down, commitments to myself, if, if I, and I go back to, I love you, Mary Shores, cleanse or clog. Oh, yes. I love her so much. Look, that really helped me because a lot of the time when I'm reaching for that orange slice with the sugar or that orange on the table, I can just go cleanse or clog. Well, obviously, the orange is going to be the better choice than the orange slice that's melted in sugar. And so sugar is my hardest thing. But but knowing that you're doing your program, right, and you're my bestie, uh-huh. so I feel like, uh, okay, wait a minute. If she's doing it, I'm doing it. And so I'm really, really moving. Um, sorry, I keep it in the day. Uh, I, I'm really moving towards health <laughs> one commitment for 2018 and health meaning taking my vitamins, getting my sleep, eating breakfast, um, which is a biggie for me because I never eat breakfast, putting pajamas on so I can separate from the day to the night because I'm one of those people that will go till 10 o'clock and then go, oh, I should go to bed, you know. And Oh, so that's I, a really interesting ritual. I love that ritual yeah, of putting on pajamas. I, I don't separate. Like what I would love for my life to look like is after I'm done working, I get to go home or if I go to the gym or whatever I'm going to do and put on my pajamas and meld into my evening, eat a very light dinner. Like we've been eating these really heavy, awesome, like last night my boyfriend made filet mignon and we had casserole, cauliflower casserole. Like I'm like, oh, this is delicious, but it's a lot of food. So I'm really going to work on parenting down the dinner time meal and trying to move my meals more to the daytime, you know, than the than the evening because it's six or seven o'clock before I eat dinner and it's just not working. That won't work for me. Well this program that I'm on, you're you're not supposed to eat past seven. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're just not I mean and I and I've heard that a lot. Like I've heard that me a too. lot from people that have like lost a lot of weight and stuff. And so I'm just going to put it out there that because if I don't put it out there, then I really, if I, let me just say it this way. If I put it out there, then I have to really hold myself accountable. And that is that next year, you know how people post, like you've seen those like before and after pictures. Yeah. So next year I'm going to post an after picture. All right. Next to my before picture, maybe, but 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just going to post the after picture. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay too. Um, but I definitely, um, like, yeah, like that's, and, and it's a, it, you know, I, I, I took the, um, I took the, uh, pressure I feel like off of myself because it's like, oh yeah, a year from now I'm going to be able to post this rockin' picture. And so it's like, yeah, you just take it slow, like day by day, you know, like I didn't get the way, I mean, and I mean, it's not like I look horrible, you know what I mean? It's just like, no, I'm just not toned anymore or anything like that. So um, anyway, I'm giving myself, you know, I'm being gentle with myself and just making better choices and the right choices for me. And so anyway, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. And like I said, it's really keeping me motivated. And so that's one commitment that I have to myself in the new year is to really, really cut the sugar out of my life for a while. I'm heading into my busy season. As you all know, I do taxes from January till April, and it makes me a little bit less visible on social media, but um, it also requires me to be really present in my work and really present in my health because I can't really afford it at this point. This is my work season. So I have to kind of really, really embrace uh, each day health, like healthy. And I made some choices this morning. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have some juice. I'm going to like really just consciously moving through my day, I think is what it means. It's being conscious of each food choice that I make. Yes. And the and little not- mantra of cleanser clog with me, you know, that Mary gave us is like huge. It's huge because if you ask yourself that question and the answer is clogged, it it kind of gives you this negative intonation and you're you're like, well, why would I want to sabotage my goal? If it's going to clog that, why would I really, what what self-loving part of me? (laughs) Unless it's like, you know, creme brulee with a raspberry twist. Like, how are you going to turn that down? (laughs) Well, but with, you know, something like that. Yeah, but with something like that, you, like, you make, you you just make the choice. Yeah, a great diet tip that I always have used on that note is that when I wanted the creme brulee, the mayonnaise, the cheese, the French bread hot with butter, those things, I said to myself, happy those things are still going to be here 10 pounds from now. And because I think that when you're in a diet mode, you're kind of like, oh, my God, I can't eat this, right? I can't do it. It's going to clog me. I can't do it. But telling yourself no also brings up, why not? Why can't I just do it? You know, like there's this whole other part. So I would always tell myself, all of that isn't going away. There's not going to be a cinnamon ice cream shortage in the world. Like you're going to be able to eat it again. And then I was able to sort of say this moment of, committing, you know, this goal to myself. So I just wanted to share that little tip because it really does work for me. Awesome. What other fun news do you have for us? Well, the other commitment um, that I made, you know, that I'm making, so again, gosh, Rebecca, sorry she's doing double shout-outs, but I got to tell you, I took one of her courses online called the 21-Day Soul Cleanse. It was just an online little group thing. And one of the cleanses... um, was your clutter, which you guys know that we are super fans of Dorena Quarters, who is a uh, professional organization 
uh, guru, space doula, uh, amazing person who will change your life. Uh, and so I'm working with her. But one of the things that we did in the soul cleanse was she, and it has stuck in my mind so much that I know it's the right thing for me. But she said for a year she only had five outfits. She got rid of all she had, had she had five kids, she had a baby, and she wasn't really fitting into her clothes. She didn't know what her new five mama five style was. And she's really young. So it's like I'm like, give me thirty years on her and then we'll see. But she uh, basically said I had five outfits that I wore for a year. You know, she was a new mom so she didn't go out a lot. And she got rid of everything else. Clutter out. Her closet was bare. She had her couple pairs of shoes and her five outfits. And then she slowly started to integrate her new style and allowing herself to buy something new um, after that year. And I was, and it sat with me. So she kind of tells you, okay, so go into your closet, which Joanna and I are going to work on, and 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 get rid of everything that you haven't touched, you know, in a year. And you know, every single one of us here today knows that there are those things sitting in that closet that you have pulled out, put on, put back a hundred times in a year and not worn it. Yes? Can I get a hell yes? <laughs> Do you? A total, uh, yes, of course. Okay, Absolutely. well, I need a hell yes. Okay. So, anyway. Okay. So, that really tells yeah. me that she Hell did. to the yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And I thought about it and I thought, okay, so... I am going to make one of my commitments is going to be that I do, you know, not buy any new clothing until May. Like, I'm not buying one shirt, one pair of leggings, one pair, anything new. And every week I'm going to pull two or three things out of my closet that I truly know. Like, you and I were talking, I said, you know, the spaghetti strap mini skirt, mini dress probably has to go. And because I... And in between my style, because, like, I really don't think I should be wearing the skinny strapped miniskirt. However, you know, that 17-year-old girl in me says, of course you can still rock that. And so I have to, like, meld that and go for a, you know, different type of style. And I don't know what that style is. So by bearing down the clothes that I've had and basically just having work clothes for the next three months in my closet, and then being able to spring accessorize with kind of a new style is exciting to me. So that's commitment number two is I'm not going to be purchasing any clothing for myself until until May. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, we were talking about the fact that, like, we don't know our style anymore. Isn't that weird? Like, all of a sudden, like, and I had a style. Like, I'm so clear that I had a style, and now, like, Oh, I'm wearing, you know, jeans and a sweater and, you know, some vans or whatever. And just like, yeah. And, and, I mean, but, you know, and like, and, and then I have like my work, you know, stuff, which is more like a, you know, a, like a, just a basic trouser, if you will, or a slim pant and a sweater to go into people's homes. But yeah, like, I don't have a style. So, I'm I'm with you on that one. And I wonder if other people like out there in our in our world like just wake up one day and go, Yeah, I don't I don't know what my style is anymore. I mean clearly my daughter, she had a style when she was younger and that's changed for her and you know, and my son, I think we all do that. 
Like I was the other day, it's like I was at the mall and I was like, oh, I should, you know, get my son some jeans because he's so skinny and like it's hard to find his size. So I found them. I found a couple pair. And then I, I wanted to buy him something funky like a jacket or something. And I was just like, I don't even know what to buy him. Like I don't know what his style is anymore. He surprises me. He does. He really surprises me with the things that he puts on sometimes. Yeah. Anyway. Style is important. And style is on my 50 desires. So if you guys, you know, know anything about Carrie and I's story, we met in a uh, in an online group uh, with Nancy Levin and then went on to a second group that she calls uh, from her worthy book, and it's called 50 Desires. And I can tell you that in about an hour and a half, I'm teaching my first meditation class, which has been on my 50 Desires list since probably 2016. So I'm super excited about that. This is going to be for children today. And I couldn't be more excited to really explore uh, that part of me that, that uh, you know, just, just playing with children because I love that part. But, but, more, but what I was going with is the 50 Desires list. So Carrie and I were talking the other day. And I thought what I would like to do for this year is make a, a really realistic 50 Desires 2018. So, so in Nancy's exercise, you get to go big. Like some of mine were, you know, go to the Oscars and produce a Netflix series. And, and those are big things. But, but for 2018, what I thought, you know, is what I could do is set some really realistic goals for where I want my career to go um, in publishing and broadcasting and, and make that make some littler steps towards that big picture. And so I'm going to do a 50 desires list um, that's going to make things easy, and they're going to be easy goals because this is the theme of our year, easy. And uh, just really try to do those. And, and the one thing about the 50 desires list, too, that if you do this exercise, and you can probably find this at nancyleven.com, uh, is that you can pick five things for other people. So if there's a way that you can help five other people in your life that you want to help, like put that on your list and, and then find ways to, you know, help other people too in the same process that you're, you know, helping yourself. So that's the other commitment that I'm making is a 50 Desires 2018, and maybe on another show I'll share some of those, but haven't done it yet because I'm a little behind. I'm not a January 1st. It's apparently going to happen on the 6th or the 7th. <laughs> hey, it happens when it happens. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I, you, I have the craziest news to tell you. Oh, so, I can't wait. Okay. So my nephew, Costas Garcia, is a freaking rock star. Like, he, anything he touches turns to gold. Like, he, he's so talented, and he's got a huge platform and people, like, he, he was in this show called um, Summer Break, which is, I mean, su- was it? Yeah, Summer Break, which was the same yeah. show that my son was on. And he was in the first season, and, um, like, literally, we can't go out to dinner without somebody saying, hey, were you on Summer Break? It was just crazy. Oh, I love that. Anyway, so he was, he went to college for four years and he was really like, you know, what do I want to do kind of thing. And he decided that he wanted to come home and he was in Wisconsin. He wanted to come home and really kind of start that whole like DJ vibe, like, like a Calvin Harris or a um, David Guetta kind of thing, you know, like 
kind of creating music and like the EDM stuff, which is like the dance stuff that's going on right now, right? Uh-huh. Anyway, I I was on uh, Instagram last night and he had posted something in his story and I click on it. He, it's the, it's the lineup for Coachella and his group or his, he and his, his buddy, which is the name of the group is Wiz G, W-I-Z-G, um, are, they're performing at Coachella. <laughs> oh my God. And where is Coachella? Coachella is yeah. out like, it's like in the, on, uh, Indio area, like Palm Springs is, Palm Springs-ish area, and it's this huge, you know, it's a huge festival, and, like, it's a three-day music festival. It's a huge deal, and, like, headliners and all this stuff, and he is going to be on what, I think it's called the Sunset Stage on Saturday night at 8 o'clock, just jamming. Wow, that is I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, what? I mean, I haven't talked to him about it to find out, like, how this all came about and what the heck, but it's like my nephew's going to be at Coachella, like performing at Coachella. Like how rock star is that? That's, anyway, that's pretty it's good. just wild. Yeah, no, I, it's just I would wild. love to go. When is that? It's have you never heard of Coachella? Well, I have heard of it, but I've never gone. Is it like um, in April, right? Yeah. And then, like two weeks after that is Stagecoach, which is the big country thing, the the country three day festival in the same place. It's just insanity. I mean, people, you know, like you you camp or you have a Winnebago or you, and it's literally it's just three days of music. It's crazy. Well, congratulations so, to him. Yeah, I'm just I'm just reeling from that. Anyway, that's my uh that's my excitement. I love it. I have uh let's see, what else am I doing this year? So I'm gonna do taxes and then I'm going to polish my characters for my Netflix series. I truly am trying to write a Netflix series. That's not a joke. Um it's all hush hush, but it's gonna be super good if it works out. And uh, so I'm going to, so part of that is I'm going to polish my characters. I've never written a screenplay, so this is going to be pretty exciting for me. But I've always wanted to write mystery, and I've always wanted to write a screenplay. So with the help of my brother Dino, shout out Dino Anello, he's a screenwriter in Hollywood, um, we're going to create, we have an idea, and we're going to create this uh, Netflix series from, based on, um, I just want, I'm not going to give anything away, but we're going to do that. So that's super exciting for me. I can't wait to do that. And I'm also hopefully going to be uh, submitting a proposal on my next book, which I don't want to give away anything on until I lock my title in on the writer's um, – so I have to register my title before I give the title away. So I can just tell you that oh, really? I am writing a book, and I'm very excited about where it's going to go. And I'm hoping that – Starting in April, I will be devoting at least 20 hours a week to writing. And that is really a commitment and a goal for myself. I know it's not realistic January, February, and March and the first week of April. But after that, I plan on having a very easy schedule until November, which didn't happen this year because of the IRS's audit process. 
<laughs> we won't be having many audits this year. <laughs> Let's just put that out there right now. Absolutely not. That was so horrific. excited because really my goal, you know, is to write and to podcast, and I love our radio show, which, by the way, I'll just give another shout-out. If you haven't listened to the Making Each Day Matter podcast yet, I am so excited to tell you that I've had over 500 downloads of my shows, which is so awesome, and it's a really great podcast to listen to. They're short and sweet, but they really help motivate you um, on a day-to-day basis. So I'm super excited when I got my stats. I had no idea because I don't have access to any of that, and when he sent it to me, I was like, oh, my God. And I just started in July, so that's actually really good. Because if you listen to podcasts, you know it is a busy podcast world out there. Huge podcast. That is so cool. I'm so proud of you. And my book, it's not anymore, but on uh, I checked it on December 30th, was in the top 500 on Amazon, which has never happened for me. And people, I know, people, now it's down to 1,800, but I just checked today. I was going to say, yeah, I'm going up. But what, what that means is that people found me and they bought my book, and in, in a rush of buying, that raised me up in the ranks. I don't know how many, but uh, to get in the top 500 when I've been in the thousands for so long was really exciting for me because, again, I'm a self-published author without a publisher's backing, and all the marketing is done by myself, and I'm going to give a little shout-out to Carol LeDoux. She has a book out called Came to Believe. She's been a guest on our show, and she's been helping me with my social media, and she is freaking amazing. So I want to thank her because I know that it's been her that has been helping me gain um, people who can find me better. You know, she helps me. She helps people find me with what she does, and I love it. So I'm really excited about right. those two things, and that motivates me to keep writing, you know. Yeah, I think we just have to, like, keep on keeping on. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I listen to Abraham every day, every morning. It's so funny. I was um, You're so much better at that. Oh, my God. It's like I have to. Like, it is. It's like it is. That is one of my, like, non-negotiables. It really is. It's a non-negotiable with me that I listen to Abraham every day. And, um and the thing that I love is that every time I li- I could listen to the same recording, you know, for a week, but I would hear something different or I would hear it differently or, you know, like every, like every time I hear the blue glass story, I just, I just marvel. Oh my God. So speaking of the blue glass story, um, <laughs> so just, if you haven't heard the blue glass story, the blue, I'm like the, the whole purpose of of the blue glass story when when Abraham tells the blue glass story is to explain that you should really just not have an attachment to things and that's what how it flows easier like Esther was talking to somebody and told them to think of blue glass and she's like why and she's like well just you know try to distract your mind for a minute and and just think about something else other than what she was thinking about and then she didn't like that. And then she said, okay, we'll think about butterflies. And the woman just thought that Esther was nuts. And then she's like, okay, well, what about feathers? And finally the woman just like hung up just because she wasn't helping. She didn't feel like Abraham <laughs> was helping her at all. And then she and Jerry went out to lunch. And um, 
before they got to the restaurant, they stopped in the store and they walked in and in the back of the store was a whole wall of blue glass, like vases and plates and just little sculptures and stuff. And it was like, and then, but she didn't, Esther didn't really get it yet. And then they finished lunch and they were walking through the park and they walked through this swarm of butterflies that was so intense that they couldn't open their mouths or the butterflies would fly in their mouth. And then the final thing was this little boy was like running in the park and literally ran up to Esther. And Jerry said to Esther, it looks like this little boy knows you. Like he's running up to you. Like he knows you and handed her a feather. And it was just, and it was at that moment that um, Esther realized she was, she had no attachment on the conversation that she was having with this woman, but manifested all those three things. Right. It was just like there was the blue glass yeah. and there were the butterflies and there was feather. So you and I were talking the other day and there was um, on your feed, like you got some type of notification that yeah. there was a recording of the millionaire matchmaker with, with Abraham. And I said to you, Oh my gosh, you have to send that to me. Like, that's awesome. And you said, I will. And I, we hung up and I started walking and I went back to look at my, and I went back to my YouTube because I look at Abraham through YouTube and literally the, like the third thing down was with the millionaire matchmaker. So boom, there it was. It was like, wow. Like I instantly was it manifested I haven't that. To it, yet. it was really was it cool. Great? I, I well, yeah, and it's interesting because she, well, Abraham knows, knew, I guess, you know, who Patty was or is, I guess I should say. And, and um, you know, Abraham usually says, take your mind off of what you're trying to create because you, then you just, you know, it's like if five things, if, you're, if you want five things and four of them are not going right, like give attention to that one thing so that all the others can come to you. And she said oh, to Patty, she said, you're a little bit of a, of a different case because this is what you do for a living. Like you can't take her, her she wanted to get married. She wants to get married and wow. experience everything that she's doing for her clients. And uh, it, yeah, the answer is yes. It was pretty, it was pretty awesome because it was almost like Abraham 2.0. You know what I mean? Because there was, like there was a, a twist in it because of what Patty does in her life. That and is it's really like, you know. motivating me. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I wrote about this in my book, and you and I talk about it all the time. Starting your day with Abraham is honestly a game changer. And, you know, a lot of people say, yeah, you can't just manifest anything out of anything. It does take hard work, which it does. I am not. I am one that firmly believes you put it out there, but you have to do the work. But I also believe it doesn't exactly have to be hard work, though. Yeah, and I watched the Super Soul Sunday. I, I uh, if you don't, and you there's a Super Soul Sunday on. Is it on Facebook or it's somewhere? There's these little clips of videos where she just Oprah just gives you a minute of a Super Soul Sunday wisdom. And one of the things she said was, when you want something. And you go for it. So, for instance, if I wanted Mel Robbins to be on our show, which I do, 
Uh, I could, so the Oprah saying, get out there, send the email to Mel Robbins, push the button, and let it go. Don't even come back to it because you just put it out there by taking that action, and it will come to you. And right. so I but thought about that for a while, and I was just like, it's so true, because if you're beating your head against a wall, like, why isn't Mel Robbins calling me back? Why isn't she answering? Oh, she's too big to be on our show. And I'm going through all the things of not happening. You're sending that message. So let it go. I've done my action. I let it go. Send my book. Let it go. You know, like, whatever I want to do, you know, put, I, I, I'm very active on Twitter. If you follow me at all on Twitter, I am all about the it's time, time's up now and, and the Me Too and the harassment because of my own personal experience, not the Me Too sexual, but I did have harassment in my job. And so I'm inviting the people who are big-time Hollywood who are saying, you know, let's stand up for women being sexually harassed. And I'm saying let's stand up for people who are being harassed. Like it's not just sexual harassment. And I might be a lone wolf, but I, like, so I think I got like 27 retweets of my, of my tweet that said that because there are a lot of people who are me who didn't have sexual harassment in their life but were in a harassing environment at work a toxic environment and was unable to cut out those toxic people because they were tied to their paycheck. And so I'm hoping that this movement will take more of what's going on. And it's not just female, it's male. It's, it's, I had a guy that was working for, for my abuser and he was decimated on a daily basis and he was a man and the man was abusing him. And he would call me every day and say, I don't know what to do. I have three kids. I can't quit my job. So it's such a bigger problem. So I've been really active on Twitter about it because I, I just want to make a statement. And, that, and I, I, I love that part of my platform that I didn't write a lot about in the book, but it's true that I was in a very harassing environment in my, in my job. And right. it stayed with me first. And when you take the action, like you have, like, it's it's interesting because people miss the point, I think, of Abraham because they think that it's like, okay, you just, like, in my, listen, it could happen, right, where, like, somebody knocks on your door and it's the, you know, UPS guy and he's your soulmate, right? Like, right. well, they're not going to come to your door. You know, the, it's like, well, they're not going to knock on your door. Okay, well, they just might. You know what I mean? Like, you just never know. But it's all about your intention before you take the action. So it's, Abraham's whole thing is line up with, like, get in the vortex. Line up with your intention before you take an action. So it's like, if we want to write a letter to Mel Robbins, it's like, okay, why do we want to, you know, like, this would be amazing, and let's just see what happens. And Because if you really think about it, in your life, that's how the freaking universe works, Right? Like yeah. some things work out and some things like, for example, I really want it. I, and I still want to, but it, it doesn't look like it's going to manifest the way that, that I had an imagining of it. And it was um, Perez Hilton. I love him. I just think he's amazing. He, you know, he, he went from being a nasty gossip person to like, now he's yeah. really like, you know, he shows the love. He's um, a father of three He's a gay man. He just, and he's just, he's proud. And he's just, he's just, I think he's amazing. Like, I just think he's a really great person. And I really wanted to um, work with him on safety for 
emergency cafe. Well, I was trying to think and trying to think like of how to, you know, do it. And basically what happened was I was looking at one of his Instagram stories and he always shows things that, that um, he gets in the mail. Like he'll say like, Oh, look at this. I got it. And there was, um, he didn't, he, 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 the, he didn't, uh, the first picture was the address to him. And it was like, Oh my God, there's his address right there. So I then sent him a kit so that I, you know, like I knew he got, and then, um, we had a couple of little like Instagram dip messages back and forth. And I said, did you get the package from emergency cafe? And he said, Oh yes, thank you. And I had written him a, a note that said, you know, if you ever want me to come and do a consultation with you, like I would love to do that for you. Well, you know, I guess that that didn't really, that, <laughs> you know, that wasn't his truth, which is fine, but he now has one of my emergency kits. And if, you know, ever in the future he decides that yeah. he, that then he might reach out. But it's like little thing, you know, it's like how, I guess my, my whole point is like, I really wanted to get to Perez Hilton and that's how the universe provided it for me. And so, you know, that was just a little story, but, but it's, you, you know, know that's what happens in our life. Yeah. We don't know. You don't know what's going to happen with that. I, I love that because I feel like you're going to be able to come back in a couple of months and be like, guess what? Guess who called me? You're never going to believe what happened. Well, and totally ironically, I, I, right. Yeah. It's like, a, I, oh my God, that's so funny. Cause I always say, oh my God, this is so crazy. Like, can you believe that this happened? And it's so interesting to, to me because, um, I was working with this woman a long time ago and she said, Carrie, you have to stop saying, Oh my God, this is so like, it's crazy that this happened. You just say, she, she said to me, Carrie, you always just have to say, of course this happened. Like, of course yeah. this happened to me. Right. And then it's like, love- can you believe that this happened to me? It's like, of course I can believe that that happened to you. Like, you know, it's like, I think just, we have to believe more that these things can happen to us and then they will, you know, yeah. It really is all about believing. Yeah, I love that. So i got to share a quick story that that you inspired when you were talking about the millionaire matchmaker. And and I'm sharing this because uh, so about two years ago I was in Phoenix and with two of my friends who were single, and they'd been single for a while, and they were sort of like, God, you know, I'm just not into Match.com or Tinder or any of these things that, you know, I, I just don't want to fish out of water. I think at the time there was a fish out of water uh, dating site. And so they're complaining about it. And we were sitting there talking about how do you meet people, you know, meet guys um, at this point in our life when most people are doing the online dating or, you know, people aren't going out as much to bars. To You know, it's not like you don't want to meet your husband in a bar kind of thing anymore. Where do you go? What do you do? So we were laughing because my friend said, I just want the cable guy to knock on my door, and it's him. So we were laughing, ha, ha, ha. We head out to a sushi bar, and there's a bride and a groom. And they're sitting there, and she's in her wedding dress, and they're like, well, we have kids, and we, so we just kind of got married today, and this is our wedding meal by ourselves, and then we have to go home and be mom and dad. So we said, well, how did you guys meet? And she looked over, and she said, he was my cable guy. And we just were like, 
Okay, so that was the universe saying, hang in there, because it can happen anywhere, and that was our actual validation that you could actually open your door and meet the cable guy. It was it really right. was a true story. And when you said it, I was like, oh, my God, like I know the two people that are hopefully listening to the show or at some point my dear friends are laughing right now because they'll remember that moment, and we just took that as a sign that, yes, you can just have it open your door and it's the cable guy. Oh my God! That I, I you've never yeah. shared that story with me. I love that. No, story. no, it just sparked really my memory story. when you said it, and I was like, oh my God! And they, they were just a delightful couple. We sat with them, we chatted with them, and and here they were, just had met. She opened her door, and he was there to fix her D, direct TV. <laughs> and boom! And boom. Yeah, you so just never know. Anything you just can never know. Anything can happen. It's yeah. so true. Anything can happen. Oh, and by the way, just putting it out in the universe, this is the year that I will be meeting my special someone as well. It's a two-year, which means, like, love and soulmate and all that stuff. So oh, That's a beautiful I thing. I love that. Uh, I wanted to also um, – I wanted to just give a shout-out real quick uh, to our February 14th show, and I'll be doing some promotion on this later. <laughs> we are going to have a live Valentine's Day show, and if you want to call in and make a dedication on that day, or I will have some Facebook posts where you can post a dedication, and we'll be talking about love, and we'll be talking about relationships, and we'll be talking about sending out some love to whoever you want. So just put that on the forefront. If you have somebody, it could be a spouse, it could be a child, it could be a best friend, it could be a <coughs> excuse me, grandchild, anything like that. Well, you want to send some love out on that day on our radio show, we are going to do that, and I'm excited about that. That'll be fun. And who's our guest, like, the week before? Don't we have, like, a, a love guest the week before or something? Is it, uh, or is it after? No, 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 no. Well, I'm trying to get a special guest for January 31st, so I won't say anything until I know if that's going to happen. But in February... We it's have... like some gentleman. No, Carrie Stiers eight. the week before. Oh. We have Carrie Stiers on the 7th, which will be, you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about relationships and you can call in and, and ask some relationship questions. Anyways, February is going to be around self-love and and love and relationships, and we're going to milk that month for what it is and, and really spread the word about love and hoping we can help people with their relationships, and we'll just see how it goes. Stay tuned. So, Carrie, I think we're at the end of our show. If you would like to start pulling cards, I'm going to pull from two decks today. Sure. And just one more thing about February. It's my birthday month. Okay. So. <laughs> it is your birthday month. What's your birthday? Yeah. February 4th. Okay, February, February 4th. Yeah. We have a show then. It's, I think, right? But no, that's, Wednesday? that's the 7th. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. But is it is it is February fourth? This this a Sunday? Yeah. I think it's Super Bowl this year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you know we're all. Which being. isn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean well, anything I'll be to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch Go Super Bowl, but. <laughs> I know. Right? The LA okay. Just so you know. Uh, They're not you. in it yet. Are we, I don't. Are, have their, I was going to say, are we even close? Because like I don't even know. Like I'm not the worst. Okay, so the LA Rams. Sports. I'll just a quick.
quick disclosure, the quarterback for the L.A. Rams is, an, is a gentleman by the name of Jared Goff, and he is my nephew's best friend, and he is oh, – my nice. brother uh, coached him all through Pop Warner High School um, and then, you know, watched him go off to Berkeley. He played for Cal for four years, and then he was drafted – he was the um, number one draft pick in the NFL for – and L.A. Rams, his first season was rough. He's killing it slaying it this season. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And they are going to the, they have their first playoff game this week against, I believe it's Atlanta, and it is going to be a rough game. And if they lose, they're out. And if they win, they keep Ooh. going uh, in the ranks. So I have, we were supposed to be in L.A. for uh, New Year's, and we were going to go to the game, but uh, that didn't work out for us. So I'm going to root, root them on from home this weekend and hope for the L.A. Rams to make it all the way. I think that would be one of the most exciting things for my family. Okay. <laughs> pound pound right. on the card. Here is pound your pound for that one. Crystal, this is for messages from your angels by Doreen Virtue, Oracle Cards, What Your Angels Want You to Know. And I pulled Crystal. And she says, oh. have faith and hope because there is something positive and new on the horizon that you can't see yet. And you know, I'm a firm believer in faith and hope, and I, I feel like maybe you don't know what your commitment is yet this year, or maybe you don't have your goals, and maybe you can't see anything positive in your future. And if you're that person listening today, I want you to know to keep the faith and the hope on your goals because sometimes we can't see what the universe has in store for us, and part of that is really exciting for me. That is my message from Crystal. I have faith and hope because there is something positive and new you can't do that. Nice. Um, okay. okay, my first card that I pulled is from the <laughs> Doreen Virtue Crystal Angels pulled Amethyst, which happens to be my birthstone, just saying. And uh-huh. um, Amethyst is reve- revealing your true self. This card comes to you to reassure you that it is safe to be real and authentic with others. You will feel much better when you reveal your true feelings, even if others don't understand. Bottling them up is not healthy, nor is it effective. Remember that people can disagree and still love each other, uh, provided that they treat the relationship with respect. I like that. That's a good one. Okay, my second card today is from the Life Purpose deck. And I'm pulling this because I think a lot of times our life purpose, you know, sort of eludes us. And we always go, what is our life purpose? What is my life purpose? So often I'll come in when I'm feeling confused, when I'm having, what do you call it, a career meltdown. Did I do the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? It's not what I asked for. Um, so I'll pull a life purpose card just to kind of put myself in check, also by Doreen Virtue. And I picked today family. Loving your friends uh-huh. and family is central to your life purpose. Oh, so sending a lot of love out to my family and my friends. And I know for me this year, family and friends was so important. And I'm blessed with an amazing group of people in my life. So I would say that this card indicates just to really show some appreciation for that this, this, this week. Yay. I love that. Well, and we already read Wayne's quote for the day. So I think we're good. I love that. All right. Well, in no more burning desires, I want to wish all of you a super happy new year. And uh, 
Let's see. Next week on the show, we have an amazing male guest, I believe. Hold on a second. His name is Robert. Oh, it's next. Oh, I thought it was closer to February. He is in January. My planner is, like, enormous. It takes me a minute to get there. His name is Robert Kandel. And uh, he has a podcast and a book, and we're going to talk about some male stuff. We're going to talk about men, and I'm really excited to do that. I thought about it this morning. I thought, how exciting to get a male perspective on the show. So we will be promoting that again this week, and we hope that you will tune in, and if you have any questions, you'll be able to call in and ask at that time. So I wish you all the happiest of New Year, and if you want to reach out to me, Kathy at KathyAnello.com, and Carrie, where can they find you? They can find me at Carrie Butler on Instagram, Carrie Butler on Facebook. Uh, they can find me through Emergency Cafe. If you want to get prepared for the new year, if that's one of your resolutions to get prepared, I'm here for you. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. An email? Where can they email you? Oh, they can email me at Carrie, C-A-R-I, Butler, B-U-T-L-E-R, 1111 at yahoo.com. I love it. So reach out, share our show, subscribe, review. We love you, and we will talk next week. Aloha, everybody. Have a beautiful week. Bye. Bye, Karen.